Hello, today's video is on those creepy Craigslist, eBay, and Facebook Marketplace meetups. You know, when you meet someone selling something, or you're selling something to someone, you never know who's on the other line. It could be a nice person just wanting to buy something, or sell something, or it could be a creepy person with bad intentions. Today's video is featuring my good friend Vid22. If you aren't already subscribed to him, you're crazy. And you should do so now. His link will be in the description. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. Being a dancer, I sometimes resell some of my leotards online. Mostly on eBay, small ads. Because it's easy and fast. I had ordered a leotard online from another country, which, unfortunately, was too small for me. As shipping costs were too high to send it back, I decided just to sell it on eBay. It was completely new and never worn. It also had its tag still on it. So one night, around 1am, I received an anonymous call. I wasn't fast enough to answer. I didn't think much of it and went back to sleep. The next morning, someone called anonymously again. This time I answered and there was heavy breathing. I asked, who is this? But the person on the phone just kept breathing. I hung up. It was evening the same day and I got another call. I answered the phone, this time to a guy who sounded surprisingly young. He said that he saw my ad on eBay and he was interested in buying the leotard, but he had one question. Sure, I said, and he asked me if it was possible for me to wear the leotard for a couple days, don't wash it afterwards, and send it to him. At first I was a bit confused, but then decided that it wasn't a big deal. I'm a tolerant person, and I think it's okay to have fetishes. He also offered me three times the price I paid for the leotard. Me being a poor 25-year-old student, I was excited, and I agreed. I already thought that it might be better to make him pay via PayPal and not write my address on the package. Still thinking about how I will manage this, he asked me another question. Would it be possible if you masturbate while wearing the leotards too? I was hesitant. I'm still thinking about how I don't want to judge people based on their weird sexual preferences, but at the same time, I thought it might be a little too much to ask for. I told him I wanted to think about it, and he offered to call again later. So later, which was only 10 minutes, he called again, heavy breathing, and supposedly jerking off while talking to me, asking me if I had came to a conclusion yet. Then he asked me if we could meet for sex too. I was now creeped out, as this had crossed the line for me. I said I wasn't interested in having sex with him, and I didn't want to sell my leotard to him either. He then mumbled something obscene and hung up on me. At this point, I might need to add that my eBay shows my real full name and a vague location based on the postal code. I only realize now how naive this is, but until this event, I never thought about how it might be a bit unsafe. I was a bit creeped out as this guy knew my real name and sort of where I lived. But then I thought, due to the fact that I have a very common name in a city where there's a hundred plus girls my age with that name, I might just stop being paranoid. He was just looking online to buy clothes from some girl who warned them. Yeah, I was wrong. The next days, I received at least five anonymous calls a day. I never answered, but I knew who the anonymous caller was. The calls continued and continued, and roughly after 10 days, I decided to answer the phone and tell him to fuck off. There was heavy breathing again, and he asked me several disgusting things, at some point screaming, Answer me, bitch! 
I was totally creeped out and hung up on him. He called again. For a minute, I tried to resist the urge to answer, but after the shock I had gotten, I was very angry and wanted to scream back at him. I picked up the phone. He started saying that if I didn't play along and talk with him, he was going to come visit me and force me. I said I don't believe him. He laughed, very creepy, and said that he knew where I lived. I had a strange feeling, but wasn't sure to believe him or not. I told him that he was a sick man and that he didn't know shit. And if he calls me again, I'm calling the police. Then I hung up on him. I told my boyfriend this conversation. He knew the whole story. And I said that I was a bit scared that he might actually found out where I lived. We both agreed on being a bit alert for the next time. And I tried to forget about this whole thing. Two days later, my boyfriend was going on a walk with our cat. Yeah, we at least trained him. And he actually loves it. We live in a big city complex, so that's the only way he can go outside. Anyways, my boyfriend noticed something odd. A guy with a foreign license plate parked on the other side of the street where our apartment was, and he was strolling along the houses, checking all the door plates. He then arrived to our house. My boyfriend could see him writing something down when he checked our door plate. The man then realized that my boyfriend was watching him, rushed back into his car, and drove off. We later checked the city of the license plate, and it turned out to be a city is from 450 kilometers away, a four to five hour drive. At this point, I was really scared. Was this him? Had he actually done research and checked out all the options where I could live and who I might be? I went to the police the other day. They told me that it wasn't possible pressing charges because he wasn't actually doing anything, and that he needed to be calling me for six months minimum until it would be an actual crime to pursue. The calls continued. I never answered. I couldn't block the number because it always said anonymous. Then, yesterday, I called the phone provider and somehow managed to block everyone who calls me anonymously. I really hope he'll just let this go when he realizes that he needs to put a lot of effort into this. And I really hope this guy checking houses wasn't him looking for me. A few years ago, I moved with my family right before I started college. Unfortunately, it was kind of far from the university I had been accepted into, so I had been trying to find a place to rent close to my university. My dad helped me and showed me an ad on Craigslist. There was a nice looking house for rent and it was close to my university. I decided to set up a meeting and go check out the place. I showed up in the afternoon and unfortunately, I was alone. My dad said I was an adult and a big guy, so I shouldn't worry about meeting this person. This old guy greeted me and then goes, You ought to follow me to get to the house for rent. I was confused and said, Your ad said this was the house for rent. Why do I have to go somewhere else? He says, This is my house. I'll take you to the one for rent. I'm a little confused at this point and follow him to his other place. I kind of figured if things didn't look right, I'd just leave. When we get there, I notice the house looks bad, and it looks like people were in it. I didn't see any cars around, so this seemed odd. He looks at me and says, Don't you want to check it out? I said, I don't know. This isn't what was in your ad. It looks like other people are there. He tells me that there are other people checking it out, and I could join them. Something just feels off about this whole thing, and I tell him I wasn't interested anymore. This place looked in bad shape from the outside, and appeared to have people in the house when he asked why I wasn't interested, I told him it was a far drive from my school and work. He got mad and accused me of wasting his time. I said, I'm not the one that advertised a house and then telling a person it's not the one for rent. 
He began to glance nervously towards the house and asked if I was sure I didn't want to check it out. I told him no and left. He never contacted me again, thankfully. I'm not sure what his attentions were, but something just felt wrong. Maybe he was just trying to show me the house, but I didn't like that he lied about the house to begin with. And there were people inside the house. I'm not sure what was going on there, but I really didn't want to find out. I also didn't like how he was looking at the house when he was asking me if I was sure I didn't want to go check it out. It seemed so bizarre. He went from being mad to getting kind of desperate for me to go inside. I know this sounds like common sense. Never go alone to a stranger's house. But you always think, eh, it'll be fine. I learned my lesson. I was selling a used VR headset on Facebook Marketplace. A man who lived in my town, five minutes from my home, messaged me, saying he wanted to buy it. Everything went normal, and we agreed that I'd bring it to him after work at about 5.30. So today, after work, I go over to his address. It's winter, so the sun has set. It's a normal house, normal street. When I knock on the door, a 30-year-old man opens it. I recognize him from his Facebook page. Instead of handing me over the money, he tells me he left his money inside and that I should come in. I politely declined, knowing that setting foot in a stranger's house was a big mistake, especially since I was alone. He continued to ask, but eventually he gave up. He turned to walk into his house to what I assumed was his living room. He emerged a few moments later and stood there in the middle of the hallway, holding out the money. He stood far enough back that I would have to walk into his home to get it. The fact that he so badly wanted me to cross the threshold into his house set off alarm bells in my mind. I held the box I was holding slowly with one hand, stood on the path. We stared at each other for a long 10 seconds before he sighed and walked out of the house over to me. He snatched the box from my hands and dropped the 20 euro on the floor accidentally. He stood, waiting for me to bend over and retrieve the money. Instead, I put one hand in my pocket, slipping the key between my fingers just in case I needed to inflict some damage to get away. I think he realized whatever his plan was, wasn't going to happen, because he sighed again and picked up the money for me. He handed the money to me and just turned away, without another word. I slowly backed out of his garden before jogging to my car, which I parked further down the road. Maybe I'm just paranoid, but this whole situation made me feel so uneasy. I just know I won't be doing that again. This happened last year, around this season, while I was broke and struggling to make ends meet. I had just moved out and didn't want to resort to going back to my parents. Anyway, I was so desperate I was looking on CL for caregiver or housekeeping type gigs just to make quick cash while I looked for an FT position. After responding to several, I got a bite back from a man who had advertised as a disabled man who needed help with his morning and evening routines since he had a bad back. As a past caregiver, I thought nothing of his requests to help with bathing and dressing since I knew it could be difficult for some. After chatting on the phone and coming to the conclusion that he was nice and normal, I proceeded to head over to his townhouse late one night to help him with his nighttime routine. He lived a bit out of the way for me, but I was desperate and didn't mind. He even said I could spend the night, since he'd need me in the morning anyway. Once I got there, he was a decent looking man in his late 30s or early 40s with a cane, 
he paid me $200 up front for the expected nighttime and morning routine the next day. He explained he was ex-military and had back surgery recently. Things started to get weird on how cute he thought I was. I should have seen that as a big red flag, but again, I was super poor, but I didn't want to cheat him, so I gave him the benefit of the doubt. He then led me to his bedroom, where he got undressed for his evening shower. I was horrified, since I saw that he had a giant erection and wanted me to lather him up. He asked if I wanted to take my clothes off, and I declined. He responded respectfully. However, he did touch my butt when I was bent over to pick up something for him. I should have ran out right then, but I was waiting for the right moment. After quickly giving him the most unsexy shower in the most platonic way I could, he got out and said he was headed to bed, but didn't want to wear any clothes. The guest room where I was to stay was right next to his, and though I was tired, I was still pretty on edge. My gut instinct was telling me to get the hell out of there. The issue was that we were on a three-story townhouse, and we were on the top floor, and he had installed baby gates on each floor so his cats wouldn't run away. Also, he had turned off all the lights on the lower floors so it was pitch black. In order for me to get out, I'd have to pass his room. I quietly arranged my stuff in my purse while I heard his TV blaring, and to my horror, I saw him walk swiftly to his bathroom without his cane. I realized he was not as disabled as he had told me since he had previously put on an act as if he couldn't walk without it. He also still had his heart on and was holding a giant bottle of lotion with him. As quickly and quietly as I could, I fled and ran like hell out of the room while he was in the bathroom and jumped like an Olympic sprinter over the cat gates down the dark stairs. As I threw the front door open to run to the car, I heard his house alarm go off. I got into my car as fast as lightning, heart beating like crazy. I immediately got phone calls from his number, and every car that trails me had me terrified until I got out of there. Finally, after a two-hour drive, I was back to my place and grateful I was out of there. Who knows what could have happened if I had stayed overnight, but I didn't want to stay to find out. I'm not sure if this belongs here, but years ago when I was about 13, I don't remember my exact age, but it was around middle school, I made a post on Craigslist advertising babysitting services as a way to make some money. The morning after I made the post, I got a phone call, no number, from a man supposedly interested in hiring. As soon as I heard his voice, I got an anxious feeling. He had whispered and talked very low and slow the entire time. It was extremely off-putting. It sounded like he was middle-aged. So we exchanged hellos, and he said what he was calling about and asked what I was charging. He asked my name which he would repeat over and over throughout the conversation, just adding to the strangeness, my age, other details, etc. So anyway, he said he had a young son from whom he needs a babysitter. Then he began asking me about my experience, and then strangely diving into overly lengthy descriptions of his own life. I don't remember the details of the conversation, 
but I do remember one thing he asked extremely clearly. Now, Matthew, my son, sometimes he likes to touch himself. That wouldn't bother you, would it? In his creepy, slow, low voice. I just remember being filled with anxiety at that and wanted to hang up immediately. It was just sort of too much information. His voice and tone really made it a lot worse. He sounded serious, but at this point I was partially convinced that this was some sort of a prank and I was almost certain he didn't have a kid. I had no idea how to respond to that, and even though this was on the phone, me being a stupid and at that point a petrified 13-year-old kid, I just responded with, no. And I'm sure he realized how nervous I sounded because he gave a low chuckle and continued on. Because you know how little boys are. Honestly, a lot of details of this conversation are blurred, and it went by fairly quickly. I just kind of remember nodding and yesing my way to the end, when he asked my availability and said he would give a call back. He ended with, Okay, thanks Matthew, with a little chuckle and hung up. I can't remember whether he gave me his information or not, but I'm pretty sure he didn't call back. I do remember jumping onto my computer and taking my ad down as soon as the conversation ended. I felt like complete shit after that phone call and wondered whether that was a normal discussion for an adult to try to have with a potential child babysitter. I mean, it's not, right? I'm definitely glad I never met this guy. Terrible, terrible vibes just through the phone. First time poster. This happened in the fall of 2014. I was 20 and recently widowed thanks to cancer. I was living with my parents again and looking to get back out on my own. I had found roommates in the past from Craigslist and it wasn't a problem for me. I never met any weirdos or anything. This time was a bit different. I met a guy, we'll call him Andrew. We texted for a few days and he seemed normal. We exchanged pics just for peace of mind. We decided to meet up and he told me he didn't have a car. Red flag, how are you going to move out without a car? We didn't live in a city with a very good bus line so it just seemed off to me. So stupid me decides to pick him up later that day. He lives in the next town over and we were just going to McDonald's to get to know each other. At 8pm I start making my way to his house which I came to find out is a trailer park. I finally found the right one and he comes and gets in my car. Just looks like a normal 18 year old kid, except he looked younger in my opinion, maybe 15 to 17-ish. He was Hispanic and not bad looking. He did seem fidgety though. We get to McDonald's and I'm like, so should we go in? To which he replies, let's just sit in the parking lot. I found this odd, but whatever. We sit and chat and kind of get to know each other. I found out that he works in the next town over. Keep in mind, this is now two towns away from where I wanted to move, and he has no car. He says it won't be a problem. He starts looking around, super nervous. He asks about my dating life, and this is where things got a little odd. I tell him about my husband, and he asks if I would consider dating him so we could get a one-bedroom. He keeps talking about how I can cook and clean for him and be his girl. 
At this point, alarm bells are ringing, but I keep my cool and laugh along saying, hey, you never know what could happen. I tell him I need to go home because it's getting late. I take him back home and we part ways without incident. He texts me the next day, but I never replied. So that's my sort of creepy Craigslist story. I probably won't use it to find roommates anymore. Two days ago, I put an ad up on Facebook Marketplace for a brand new bathing suit. I priced it at $10. A woman named Rhonda messaged me expressing interest, and I told her it was hers if she picked it up. I lived in an apartment, so I gave the address and went outside so they didn't know exactly where I lived for my safety. She seemed fine with that detail, but over the course of two days, getting her to stop by was proving difficult. She had given me several different times where she was going to come over, but never did. Never even messaged me to apologize, and I had to keep on asking her if she was still interested. You know, typical marketplace stuff. But then shit starts to get a little sketchy. She starts asking me if I can just leave it on my mailbox for her to take and then drop off the money. I'm not stupid, so I told her I'd rather do it while I'm home. Eventually, I thought I finally got her to get here, and as I'm waiting, I get a message. Mike is picking it up. For those who are not aware, it's a big unwritten rule that if two women are exchanging goods on Marketplace, eBay, or anything, you shouldn't set a man instead to pick it up. That's how a lot of female buyers and sellers end up getting hurt, or worse. Since he was already on his way, I wanted to get this over with. I allowed it, but I woke up my boyfriend so he could come with me for the exchange. When Mike finally shows up, there's someone else in the van. And they sit there, rummaging and looking at us. Mike approaches and as he's walking up, the van pulls out of my driveway and parks down the street. Mike drops off $10 worth of change in my hand and speed walks back over to the van and they drive off. Maybe I'm overreacting and reading into this too much, but that was so sketched out. With the behavior that they displayed, I felt like they had no intention of paying for the swimsuit if my boyfriend wasn't there. This happened a few years ago, but it still bugs me to this day. I had just graduated high school, and as a soon-to-be-broke college student, I needed some extra cash. I took to selling all my prom dresses on Craigslist. I received a call from someone who took interest in one of my dresses, so of course I answered the phone. Hello? I'm calling about the blue dress you listed on Craigslist. I was a little surprised at the fact that it was a raspy man's voice saying this but I didn't think too much of it. I told him the size and the price. Nothing crazy. He said that he and his mother were going on a cruise soon, and they needed a fancy cocktail attire for an event on the cruise, which isn't uncommon. So he was calling about this dress for his mother. Then he started asking questions, which at first I wasn't too concerned with, because if I was buying something that pricey, I would too. Here's the list of questions he asked in order. And then my responses. What size is the dress? It's an 8, but fits more like a 6. How does it fit up top? Um, normally? I bought it my size, so I mean it fits me like it's supposed to. What size bra do you wear? I'm sorry, but this isn't relevant. At this point, I couldn't tell if he was generally still trying to figure out for his mother 
or he just wasn't good at talking, or if he was just a major creep. I soon got my answer, though. Well, I was just wondering for my mom, you know? Well, your mom should know what size dress she wears before she shops for one. Is it a tight dress? Was it tight on you? Can I see a picture of you in it? I couldn't even form a sentence before he continues on. And what about panties? Will my mother be able to wear panties? <laughs> if you even wear anything with it. I would imagine you didn't. Your voice is seductive and slutty. Are you a slut? <laughs> At this point, I was so appalled. I didn't even get the words out of my mouth. Everything he said came so fast. I quickly told him that he was disgusting and never to call me again. I deleted and blocked the number, and I deleted my post about the dress and my Craigslist account in general.